Hey there, this is Larry, and I'm here with Armin. You're about to listen to a great episode. But before you do, we want to let you know that we're now podcasting over at the Bold Idea Podcast. That's right, and we're not adding any new episodes to Reinventure Me, but we think you're really going to like what we're doing on the Bold Idea Podcast. We're interviewing some great guests and packing ideas and inspiration to help you put your faith to work to bring your idea to life. So when you're done with this episode, go check it out at boldideapodcast.com. Episode 130 of the Reinventure Me podcast. Well, you got dreams and you got ideas, lots of things you want to do, in fact. We're going to talk about doing a little spring cleaning by asking, what are you saving for later? Find your next great beginning. Welcome to the Reinventure Me podcast with your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Asadi. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Reinventure Me podcast. <laughs> kind of thinking that needs a little jingle there i don't know i don't know we might need to let that one go <laughs> good call <laughs> your marketing is usually really good but this one might have to let uh, go <laughs> i don't know you know every once in a while a burp gets out and that was probably one, that was one of them hey thanks for joining us on the show this is the podcast for what's next in life and armin and i never know exactly what's going to be next when we do these shows as you just discovered <laughs> but we want to help and really we want to explore with you new ways to reinvent your life your opportunities that ventures you're made to pursue. I'm Larry Gates, and this is Armin Asadi. And if you listen to more than one show, which we hope you have, there's 129 episodes before this, and we hope that you have enjoyed these shows. We're so glad that you're part of this journey with us, and we've had a lot of fun. You can find the episode notes at reinventure.me slash 130. You know what? You can just get these notes sent right to your email box, right, Armin? That's right. Make just, your life easy. Yeah, just go to reinventure.me. There's a little form there. Fill it out. Boom. Pay 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> there is no five hundred dollar fee. <laughs> I will happily receive that five hundred dollars, but it is free. It is totally free, and you know that'd be a great way for you to get the show notes whenever they come. And then, then you know what's what's there. So, Armin, you know we like to do these podcasts. You know, I've talked about this that we are not bringing the end all on these podcasts, right? What right. we want to do is stimulate your thinking right, and get some things, get some juices flowing. So I want to do a little bit of juices flowing today. Before we get into that, though, I want to do a shout out. And uh, you know, back on episode 126, I mean, we talked about how to be more disciplined. You might remember we, <laughs> we had a conversation about Jonathan Edwards and the legacy of people that he left behind as right. a more disciplined life. And we had one of our listeners and giving a shout out to Jamie Boomer. Jamie Boomer? Don't ask me. I, I should know this. I've known him for several years, and I still don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm sorry, Jamie. Yep. <laughs> so, Jamie. We're going to go with ja Jamie B. <laughs> so, we just I, I love this guy because he does, he does tweet out to us quite a bit, and he pointed out the one thing about the Edwards legacy is that he killed a man in office, otherwise known as Aaron Burr. <laughs> and he says, there's always a black sheep <laughs> right on. And, you know, I suppose that that's always going to happen. And it's a little, a, a legacy burp, so to speak. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> so today, take us into an inspire me for today's show. All right. So this is by the one and only Henry Ford. He said, you can't build a reputation on what you're going to do. Man, that is so convicting. Right. 
I think as an entrepreneur and any entrepreneur, I think we've all heard that. that that's one of our motivators. Be like, all right, I'm going to start the business and we have nothing ready to go, but we just, this quote just makes us start business. I'm going to start a business. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write a book. Henry, Henry I'm be Ford the... told me to. <laughs> exactly. So that's all that we have time we have for today's show. <laughs> that would probably work for an entrepreneur out there. Like, He's right. I'm doing it. Oh well, that's definitely one of those mic drop kind of inspire me, isn't it? Yeah. It's like shut up and t- stop talking, get going. <laughs> you know. So why are you talking about this? Because you know that's a little bit of irony here. We're it's talking so about true. what we're gonna do. I have a love hate relationship with Henry Ford because of that quote. <laughs> yeah, well, you and you and me both. I <laughs> uh, I did think, I mean, after 130 episodes that we may have used this quote before. I looked and it's like, nope. As much as we talk about Henry Ford, I think you and I both have denial, and we <laughs> we, we just avoided it. Avoid Avoidance. <laughs> oh. Do this anymore? Well, let's kick this off. So, you know, I mean, have you been in a job long enough? I know you're younger here, and I certainly remember this when I was working at Cray. And I know that you've gone through quite a quite a, <laughs> quite a number of occupations. <laughs> so maybe you can't relate to this, but I'm just wondering: have you ever been in a job long enough where you know you finally you finally went to go do something else? And you felt the sense of relief because you don't need to do all the things that you had to do in that job. It's like, you know, when you're there, you kind of accumulate all this stuff that needs to get done or you think that needs to get done. And it's right. just this massive accumulation. Then when you leave, you realize, well, I don't have to do any of that. It's, yeah. like, it's freedom. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like this big tail, this big, hairy, furry tail that keeps growing you know it's like you've got this thing and it just keeps having things attached to it and pretty well pretty soon you get to this new job and it's gone you ever have that yeah for me it wasn't necessarily the laundry list of to-do items but it was more of getting out of a specific type of environment and the politics and the triangulations and the yeah blah 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 where you step out of it and you're just like ah I don't have to think about that. Yeah, stuff I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't have to play a game of chess for absolutely no reason anymore. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I think we did talk in an earlier episode about how to detoxify from a former employer. That was going way back, bar. That was probably sub yeah. sub ten, right, yeah. from our shows. But I'm I'm thinking about this notion of being in this place where you are thinking about or doing an occupation for so long. Yeah that you start accumulating all these going to get to do this later <laughs> kind of thing, you right. know? And pretty soon it just kind of stresses you in a low grade stress thing. You may not even be aware of it, Yeah, but there's this sense that you're not doing well enough mm-hmm. because you have too many undone things in your life. Yep. So today this is going to be kind of the spring cleaning episode. It's not spring. We're moving into fall here by the, when we're recording this, and I hope you don't put this episode off to save it for later until right. spring, but I think it's good to do some spring cleaning on our intentions in this podcast, and I think it's a little bit different than procrastination. You know, we talked about that in episode 70. Yeah. Uh, certainly, procrastination has something to do with it, but I think there's always this notion of, I'm going to get around to this, mm-hmm. and you know, procrastination to me has this, you know, you've got to get something done, so you're going to do it. This is more like... This is on your wish list. These are the things that you want to do, but somehow you don't quite get to them. And I suppose it's procrastination of a way, but I, I really think it's a little bit. It's it's like a close cousin, if not you know a direct a direct relative. You know, uh, I, but but I do Third think it's. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Hard hard to say. I've never been very good about the whole cousin by 
third whatever. <laughs> I am not either. <laughs> when people start doing that, my mind just goes, uh, game over. Like we're just <laughs> Are they related? Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's all I need to know. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I was journaling the other day, and this is what triggered this thought for me. I wrote down in my journal something that I felt was kind of a deep-seated thing for me. I, maybe it was around when we were doing the, you know, last week's episode on critical life assumptions, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe thinking through some of that a little bit, and I got to a place where I thought, "Oh, wow, there's more. I've got to, I've got to pull on this thread." You know, you've ever, you ever had that happen? Oh, when yeah. Like you, you realize you're onto something, but it's a lot deeper than you're kind of prepared to go. <laughs> right. Right. So I actually kind of put save for later, shelf it. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> and I realized when I did it that there was a part of me that wanted to save it for later because I truly wanted to have more time to get into it. To process it? or To process it okay. and to really think through it. But I also realized that part of it was an avoidance tactic, right? Mm. Is to say, I don't want to get into it now because I'm not comfortable with where that might go. Right, I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for it. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things where I thought, wow, this would be really good to just kind of take a half a day and, and really think through this in a really intentional, non-distracted way when I don't have some place I have to be to where I can be a little bit more slow and reflective. And, mm -hmm. you know, you have all those times, right? I mean, right. every week you get time to just be slow and reflective. You don't have a lot of demands on your time where you have kids or any other right. businesses. Or anything. So, I mean, Freedom. it's like uh, every week, right? Yeah, you get absolutely. that time, right? Nothing so, going on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can all relate to this. <laughs> it's pure, utter freedom in my life. Well, when I said save for later, then there was a part of me that wrote... When's later? You actually wrote when is later? Yeah, when's, you, when's, when's later? Mark? Yeah, it's like when's How many later? question marks? <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> that part didn't matter. That's one of the... When I do extra question marks, that's kind of like you're an idiot. <laughs> but, but but what I got to, Armin, was... You know, yeah, that's a, that was a deep thing, and it was a placeholder for me to do some deeper thinking. And then I had to say, when am I going to do that? And then the next thought that occurred to me, which was the inspiration for the show, is... How many other things do I have like that? Mm. So I started. <laughs> oh, you, you taking created a list. A list. Oh, okay. Yeah, not not a complete list. Wow. But enough one to just say, boy, I need to do some spring cleaning hmm. on my intentions. Wow. So what about you, Armin? You are you saving something for later? You know, it's interesting because I'm just coming out of a 40 day fast, and oh, you saved a lot of food for later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I have become a carnivore. I see vegetables and I just throw them away, and just <laughs> it's like give me the blood and the meats. I don't want anything else. <laughs> so anyways, a little graphic, but yeah. this fast was all about this area that I was just fasting about. It's like begging God for clarity and direction and all this stuff. And then when I got to the end of it, I'm not going to get into it, but it, it was interesting at the end of the fast that everything I fasted about, I got no answer for. When I get to the end of the fast, I realized I was putting things in front of the priorities in my life that I shouldn't have. Mm. And I was saving it for later. Mm. And God was like, no, 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 you don't, you don't got time to put that for later. You need, oh, wow. You need to prioritize that and everything else will come from it. So what was that around my family and around my marriage. Your family stuff? Oh, yeah, because yeah. because it's I my 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 marriage and my family situation is not bad, you know. Like yeah. it, I don't I don't have a marriage where I think, oh man, we need, you know, and, and I'm you don't saying, need crisis care right now. <clears throat> yeah, you right. know, but it was just this moment where God's like, yeah, yeah, you don't actually need to be in a crisis to focus on it, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what, right. What's coming requires you to even be more grounded and be more unified and together more and understand each other more and be on the same page more because 
there'll be less grace for what's to come. Your family health is going to depend on it. Where it was just, it was just a weird thing because that's not at all what we we're praying and asking God for, you know. Yeah. But it was just one of those things that you can't wait to, for later to do that. You need to do it now, right? You know. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of areas where you know we can save things for later, right? I tend to think in terms of aspirational longings, right? Is an easy one for me. You know, things that I'm going to do, uh, like, right. um, you know, <laughs> work out. <laughs> well, that, that's a health related thing. I'm thinking more aspirational in terms of like vocation stuff that I'm going to do. Oh, like, I'm gotcha. gonna, I'm going to get to write this. I'm going to write this book, you know, or I'm going to I'm going to start this business, or I'm going to do this thing, or I'm going to do whatever. And it's like when we say that, there's almost this. I'm going to do it when. You know, there's this triggering event or we're waiting for a green light or we're waiting for some favorable right. condition or the alignment of the planets or whatever it is, you know, God, we're, yeah. we're waiting for that publisher's clearing house $50,000 check to come in the mail, <laughs> even right. though I don't even know if they still do that anymore, you know, but it's kind of that, you know, we are doing our thing today mm-hmm. and the thing that we want to do, we'll push that off at some future point in time. It's, it, it, you know, it's not what I might say as a deferred life plan or we'll get on with life later right right now we've got to do our obligations right right? so that's kind of that uh, that's kind of that aspirational thing i like what julia cameron said she said when we shift our inner statement from i'd love to to i'm going to we shift out of victim and into adventurer Mm. you know and it's this oh i'd love to do that yeah that's kind of this i can't do it even though I'd really love to, because yeah. I'm this victim of my circumstances. Mm-hmm. And instead, reframe your thinking to say, I'm going to do that. You know, and that puts you into the role of an adventurer. Because uh, yeah, you can even put timelines around it when you say, even if it's not now, you put an exact timeline on right. it. Not, it's when I have this, it's here's my start date. Yeah. So think about all those things that you have that you are deferring to do, aspirationally, vocationally, whatever, with your life, that... You haven't gotten around to it. Could be in relationships, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Could be, you know, what am I going to do with my family? How do I want to engage with them? What vacations do we want to take together? What experiences do we want to create right. together? How do I want to to interact with my kids and build into their lives? And, you know, storytelling time or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Date time. <laughs> you know, here's one for me that's difficult as health. You know, it just, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm relatively healthy, but I'm a little overweight. And so I'm like, all right, I have this intention to exercise. I have it on my goal tracker thing. And right. yet how do I keep from saving that for later? You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay, it would be far easier to do that on Saturday than it would be to do it today. Yeah. You know, the deeper questions, like I started off with this show, some of the questions that came up in my journaling that I like, oh yeah, I really need to dive into this question. You know, it's questions of purpose and motivation and mm. thinking about, so when do I decide that I'm going to have a planning retreat for myself? Mm. You know, it's like I can put that off. Yeah. I've, as you know, I've put that into my calendar every year. I have that time where I do that. Yeah. But many years before that, it was like, well, I think maybe I'll do it. It's a good idea and I'll do it then and then then never gets calendarized and never happens because i've saved it for later yeah you know or even professional development this is one that's come to me in the last couple of years i realized that i've not been investing myself in my own personal and professional development i've not gone off to workshops that might interest me hmm. i'm just like oh that's good you just got back from one you know i just got back from one because i decided i'm gonna do that yeah and i had said, I'm going to save that for later. In fact, I find, I mean, there's so many offers that come up, you know, I think we might've talked about this. So many email offers where you can do these little online courses and all the rest. 
and I, I take advantage. This is this is my hook, right? I take advantage of these offers that you can get them for this limited time, and I'm just a sucker for these things because I go, ah, oh, I really would like to do that. Sure, yeah. I buy the program, and it sits on the shelf because I'm saving it for later. Just send them to me. I'll take advantage <laughs> of it for yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, well, I've now put a moratorium on my buying things that I'm saving for later until, oh, okay. I, until I get through it. Books, you know, Anna yeah. said, hey, I think you got plenty of books to read. You don't need to buy any more, you know, sure. because, yeah, how many do I save for later? How many uh, books have you written how many have I written? I bet you if I went through your journals, you have probably four books written and oh, you won't release one. Yeah, no, I actually have a, a completed manuscript of course that, you do. That, didn't get, that didn't get published. But Or even the way in which we decide we might want to serve others, you know, in yeah. our church or in some other thing. We'll go, yeah, later I'll do that or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for later. Mm-hmm. So maybe just taking this little inventory just as we have now about the areas where we might be saving for later might, some of our listeners army might be feeling a little anxious about that already just like ah uh, yeah there's a few of those things there yeah i mean yeah there's for me you know one, one thing and I, I hope this isn't a side rant that i'm about to go on but the, when when you said purposeful planning and i don't know if i've mentioned this before but in america when they started to do a survey or a study and this is a little depressing and that's not my goal here. But when they did a, a research and a survey across America, and it was a bunch of psychologists, psychotherapists, and psychiatrists that got together, and they surveyed people who attempted suicide. And obviously, the ones that were not successful. And that, <laughs> the, <laughs> okay. they weren't speaking to ghosts or anything like that. But they basically asked the same question in, in different ways, where they were just basically asked, why do you want to take your life? Or why did you attempt to take your life? Uh-huh. And the vast majority, and I'm talking about in the 90 percentile, even though they responded in different ways, they said the exact same thing. And that response was basically that either lacked purpose in life or lacked meaning in life. Mm -hmm. And then when they looked for common denominators, wealth had no factor in it. Mm -hmm. uh, Culture had no factor in it. Age had no factor in it. None of those things had a factor in it. it. It was one of those things where people who lacked purpose, that was one of the greatest predictors as to if someone's going to want to take their own life because they lack something in their own life that they're living and a big part of that was purpose. So a lot of times people hear something like purposeful planning, they think it sounds good, but they never put the time into it because they're too busy working a job, getting paid, paying rents, blah, blah, blah. But it, it just, just, just to make a, maybe a dramatic statement that your life could depend on how well you purposely plan your life to yeah. maybe even ask the simple question what is the purpose to my life yeah and that those are the types of days that you figure out is god an important relationship to me is my marriage an important relationship to me is what i'm doing important for me or those kinds of questions so i know that's something we can breeze over but i think what you're saying is so significant oh that's that really shouldn't good. be breezed over no and i'm glad you you put on the brakes and had us go back and talk about that because you're absolutely right. You, we need to be grounded in where we're going. It occurs to me, Armin, that, that we fall into one of two camps here. And I'm, I'm oversimplifying this, I'm quite sure. But it seems to me like we can get so busy living our lives, like you were just talking about, that we're attentive to all of the day-to-day stuff, mm-hmm. that we don't embrace what we want to, to do. We don't really evaluate our purpose. We don't really evaluate what is important to us in our lives, the kinds of things that we want to do. And we don't think about the structures that will help us get there. That's one area of stress. We're just like, okay, we know we want to do these things. We keep saving them for later, right? Right. And then the other is where we have so many things saved for later that we don't do that we feel bad about it because they're all undone. 
Right. Right. And right. and that's kind of where I'm at. I've like I have a a lot of ideas that have popped up through my journaling. It's like, oh yeah. yeah. And and I put this on the good ideas that can wait list. <laughs> and that list is getting quite long, you right. know, because I don't want to actually cut down my ideas. I don't want to stop generating an idea. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can almost feel compelled to do them all as well, or at least mm-hmm. because they're sitting out there that I must act on them, right? Yeah. So that that's the the thing because if I if I don't act, then what ends up happening is I start feeling disappointed with myself that I'm not getting all the stuff that I really want to be working on done. And what the thing is is I can birth ideas like you know rabbits. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> they can you just, really can. They can just multiply, yeah. right? And so all those are sitting out there, and there's something you know inside of me that feels like they should all be cared for and attended to. <laughs> and and then you know it's like oh yeah, I want to have an intentional time where I'm. I'm staying connected with my kids and really diving into their world. And, and I want to you know, plow through a bunch of books on this area and I want to study that area and I want to do this professional development. I want to network here and I want to invest more in this business. And I want to, you know, I can just keep going on and on. Right. And those you are, have to find a way to multiply yourself. It, <laughs> no, I, you need 14 I need, Larry's. I need to, I need to find a way to regulate myself. Oh, okay. And now we're going to go down the cloning and, path and or something. And, and, no, <laughs> okay. no. Cause what happens is when I accumulate all those desires and I don't either act on them yeah. or I don't, do something with them, mm-hmm. then they accumulate. And what right. ends up happening is I don't trust myself then yeah. because I feel like, gosh, I've not done any of all those things that I really would like to do with my life before I end. Yeah. And then I feel like, what have I gotten done? And I say that to some people and they go, what do you mean? What have you gotten done? You do a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't feel like I do a lot because I'm comparing it to all the things that I want to do. Do you see Ooh, what that is? Yep. And so then your internal psychology about how you feel about yourself is just like oh man i'm really a bum here i'm, yeah. I'm really not the curse of comparison <laughs> curse of my own comparison yeah, yeah it's my the own worst because you're always you're comparing to what you can do but versus what you are doing you know yeah and you just think oh i could do a lot more and like may, maybe in a different i don't know world where you have 48 hours in a day or something like that or yeah. you don't need sleep right but. well some of you may re- relate to what i'm saying in terms of you got a lot of things that you want to get done and not feeling like you've got enough time to do it and you're busy with life mm-hmm. as is kind of getting in the way so you're saving this stuff for later some of you f- may feel like you don't know what you're saving for later but it, in either case i think a very simple exercise what i went through is is just to do a little bit of spring cleaning you know when, when i cleaned up my garage recently and you know, you apply a very simple, simple strategy, right? Mm-hmm. You touch something once, right? And mm-hmm. you either trash it, <laughs> you get rid of it by either giving it away or selling it, mm-hmm. or you find a home for it or a place for it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, it's not hard. It's a triage. Mm-hmm. Trash, get rid of, or or put it in its proper place, right? I like so that. if I take that same approach to all the things that I've been saving for later, you know, whether it's a relationship building stuff or the vocational or professional building, what any of that stuff... Let's take the same thing. Inventory. Take a look at what you've been putting off. You know, so I mm. take my list and I go, I know I've got to answer this question. This is important. I want to spend some time working on this. This is important. I want to do this. Then, uh, you know, the the list itself can be daunting, but at least start, right? Right. And in fact, it can create a little bit of trepidation because, oh it's my true. God, there's much more there than I even thought. And once you start going on it, more things start to crop up. And yeah. But the thing is, I mean, here's a trick. Your mind already knows all this stuff. You can't hide it from yourself. Yeah. Because you're already doing this internally. Yep. Putting it in a list really helps you 
back to that Zangartnik effect that we've talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. You put it on a list and it quiets you down. Yeah, because right? it's out of your subconscious and onto paper. Yeah, so put it in inventory and and look at those, you know, the, some of the ways you know this and you can identify is, is think about the once that happens desires, you know, so you, those are things that once the kids have left home, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Or once I'm able to retire that debt, this is what I'm going to do. Or once whatever, this is what I'm going to do, right? If there's some event that you think you're going to do something tied to that, write that yeah. down, right? And another one might be, you know, I'll get to that later, just like I did in my journaling. This is, sure. I'm going to get to that later, you know? Sure, yeah. Those things, write it down. So take an inventory. Then ask yourself for those items, what do I really, really want to do with it? You know, do I really want to do it? And if you answer yes, then force yourself to justify it hmm. and just say, why? What purpose does it have? Is it, is it really necessary? Hmm. And give yourself the hardest thing to do when you're cleaning out a garage sometimes is throwing stuff away. Yep. And until your bigger purpose is to have like a clean garage, you know, you're not going to throw away a bolt or whatever. You're going to find a way to get, and then you go, oh, no, wait a minute. My bigger purpose is to really get as much out of here and simplify as I can. Sure. You're going to go, if I need it, I'll go get another one, you know, yep. and get rid of it. Because if you need the idea, you'll go get another one. Mm-hmm. You've got plenty to work on. Toss it. Yeah. Get rid of it. So you don't feel like you need to do it. But answer the justify, get it down to what you really want to work on. Then when you've got those few, here's the hard part. Hmm. Ask yourself what you can do now. What's the small step you can take now? Instead of waiting for it for later, what small thing can you do right now with it? Now, if you get to so many that you can't take an action step on the now, then you maybe still have to do some more spring cleaning. Right. But what can you do, even if it's a small step? And then the final step, I think, for this is is just to say, well, where will I put it? You know, just kind of the garage thing is I'm going to keep this. Mm-hmm. And now how do I remind myself about it? I'm taking one small action, but how do I remind myself that that's what I want to do going forward? Now, I've, I have that on a sheet that I have over my desk that just is, these are the things that I'm working on. These are the goals that I'm, I'm going to do. And that's how daily I see it's right in front of me. So as I'm journaling, I'm looking at what are my things that I'm pursuing. And I may not make all the progress in the world on it, but I've got a next action step for each one of them. That's awesome. I mean, I, it's just creating a process for you that you can follow that you know, here's where I start, here's where I end. It, it, you know what kind of relief you're going to get from it. You know if you pick something, what that process looks like because it requires work. It doesn't, it's not just something you post and stare at. So it's, it's a good process. I like it. Yeah, well, the liberating thing is I have the choice to live with a cluttered garage or a clean garage. Right. And I have a choice to live with a cluttered mind or a clean mind That's in the right. same way. Yeah. And I can clutter my mind with creative ideas and things that I want to do as much as I can clean it up. And the fact of the matter is I think I'm really good at creating clutter. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I think I've mastered that art. <laughs> and so why not take why not take a little bit of time and and assess what's really good here? What what are the diamonds that we have of all the gems that might have come out of our head? Which ones yeah. do we really want to keep? Because if we make those shine and and really bring those to life, yeah. that'll be far better than keeping every every good idea pent in a closet right. until you get to it later. I wonder how many of us would be considered hoarders if we could actually see the number oh. of thoughts inside our, you know, garage per se or oh, yeah. mental garage. Yeah, how yeah. many of us would come out hoarders? Oh, I, I, I think so. You know, you kind of remind me of 
when my mom passed away, all the kids gathered at home and helped my dad clean house. Hmm. And boy, my mom hoarded. She hmm. had, we, we were astonished. I wow. mean, at one point in time, we went into the attic and we pulled out like 15 garbage bags. Well, she had put them in the garbage bags. Wow. 15 garbage bags of, of basically weeds. They were flowers that she saw on the side of the road somewhere, and she thought, oh, these would be good to keep, and so she stuck them in a garbage bag, and there were like 15 of these, basically tinder in in the attic for a fire. Yeah, it was crazy, and there was all kinds of stuff. You go, what is this? Why do we save that? You know, you have no idea, but- that is a great metaphor for I, you know, what we're talking about here. Yeah. Let's do some cleaning. That's right. So I, okay. So I, I mean, we're we're coming up to the end of the show, and I and I, and I want to ask what the challenge is, but that almost sounded like the challenge itself. Yeah, it was a challenge, right? So here's the challenge: is don't save this challenge for later. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to do that, yeah. right? So take 10 minutes, like even after you finish listening to this episode, take 10 minutes and write down some of the things that are the things you might be saving for later. Start the list and ask yourself, you know, are these important? And, mm-hmm. and go through the exercise. If I, could, if I could end on something, just because this show just made me think before we even did it, there's always somebody out there that's like me that has something on their list that they want to save it for later but the only reason it's on that list to do later, it's regardless of how important it is to you, regardless of how high of a priority it is to you. And even if it could be something you've literally heard from God as something that you're supposed to do, you still shelf it and save it for later. And more often than not, the reason is because you've somehow disqualified yourself as being qualified enough, worthy enough, capable enough, or whatever it is. And if you have something like that on your list and the only reason you're not doing it is because you disqualified yourself, I I, I would just want to challenge you that if it's on your heart, it's on your heart for a reason and that you are capable, you are worthy. Even if you don't have the skill set for it, they're more than like you're surrounded by people who care enough about you to help you with that and help you achieve that and give you the tools that you need so if you are just uh, dismissing something or shelving it for later because you disqualified yourself, I just want to encourage you that you are capable and you can do it and you don't have to save it for later. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Armin. Well, listen, that's the end of our show. And we sure would love to get a comment or a question from you by your visiting our show notes at reinventure.me slash 130 or call our show line at 612-314-5447. Thanks again for listening. Armin and I will be back with you again next week for another episode of Reinventure Me. You've been listening to the Reinventure Me podcast with your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Asadi. <laughs>